For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back, baby. It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Joshua Fisher, Alexander, Toss Me the Rock, Tosopolis, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider. We have KU this weekend, and we just beat the brakes off of Gonzaga at home at the Moody Center. So get your horns up, because here we go. Horns up, talking Texas podcast. That went over Gonzaga. The brakes have been beat. The brakes have been beaten off. That win over Gonzaga might be the most pivotal win I've seen since I've been a Longhorn. Yeah, it's in a, any sport. It's a really good response to last season since Gonzaga had their way with us when we went to Spokane mm-hmm. and Drew Timmy dropped 37. Mm-hmm. He did not have nearly as good of a game. No. He was pretty pedestrian all game actually um but our boy tyrese hunter really showing out he was a freshman last year at iowa state transfers over in interconference which is something that you don't normally see um and just leads this team up and down the court and he got banged up at the end but i think he's going to be okay but just a really good game all around mm-hmm. from all of our bench guys from all of our starters you just saw everyone put their work in and just play super well as a team. Then yeah. I didn't really didn't yeah. see too many flaws. And Josh, I think early on you were saying we have a rebound issue and we out rebounded them. Yeah, I mean there were a couple things and I when I say the biggest win in program that I've seen as a Longhorn for Texas Longhorns, I mean in the regular season, not to papoose and what some of our baseball right, have been in the past couple years. For me and the Texas in the Big Twelve tournament for basketball. Tyrese Hunter, truthfully, is a tournament-winning player, if we're looking that that far Without ahead. a doubt. And that was a tournament. That was a statement win. Look, Kansas, speaking of Kansas, we see them in football this weekend, and they're 6-4. and four. Kansas is maybe the best team in college basketball. Houston's pretty darn good. And then Baylor, obviously, ain't no slouch. Right. They're going to be dangerous. UCL- big- UCLA and UNC retained almost their entire teams from last year, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me... And Duke always has their incoming freshmen that... They're going to be great. Yeah. And I look at our basketball team, and I look at the Big 12 in a vacuum, and I look at what we have. And the first couple games, is like, oh, we can't shoot the three ball. Now, do I think we're going to shoot as many threes as we shot 33 three-pointers in that game? We shot at 39%. I feel as if we're more of like a 32 to 35% range. 39 is not that far off, but it is a, it's a big jump when you're shooting at that high of a clip. Hunter is so good to me because it takes so much pressure off of guys like Marcus Carr, 
who's a really, really, really good college basketball player. Yep. But may not he's not the guy on a winning team. Well, they were saying in the broadcast that it's gonna be really interesting to see how he plays this year off the ball. Like it's gonna really help his game. Um, now that someone else can bring the ball up and can, you know, be a point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw some effectiveness from Marcus Carr on the offensive side as well. Um, but my question to you guys is is it a bigger statement for us and basically a coming out party and maybe of course we were I think a little underrated, but Maybe this Gonzaga team are they overrated? I think we. I think it's one they're of. They're not as things. good as they were last year, of course. They're not as good as they were last year. Or I year, think year before that. No, they're certainly not as good as they were the year before that. I mean, they they're had undefeated until like the last game, and they yeah. had two lottery players. Yeah, Suggs literally. and Kispert. Yes, and they also had still had Timmy. Right, and Suggs was dominant in the tournament. I think, and Joel Ayayi. And yeah. then they also had Andrew Numbard, who went in the first round last year. Yes. I think they're they're really missing him. They talked about it a lot on the broadcast, that this team doesn't have a true point guard, which they've had the last two years, right? right. They had Suggs, and then they had Nemhard. Um, Nemhard, who's playing really well for the Pacers right now. Timmy, he's still at 18 and 9. I, he's he was still fine. got his. He's he When you're a wooden candidate, you do that every game, right? right? Yeah, and then Strother's good, and he can stroke it. He can really shoot, yeah. Yeah, and I... I Sal is like the the rookie. He'll be. I'm intrigued to see what he does. But for I think it's more impressive that we beat them. Like quite frankly, I was more impressed by us than I was disappointed by them. Yeah, I they're also that. susceptible. Like, and I think we saw that. Speaking of that Gonzaga team two years ago in the national championship game, I don't think then it was indicative of how good or bad they were or overrated they were. I think sometimes in college hoops, you can get caught sleeping. Like when yeah. Virginia lost the 16th seed, I don't think like they were worse team than that team was. I think sometimes you can get caught sleeping and the not. team can get hot. I think that partially fed into last night. Well, also, also you're at the new Moody Center. Yeah, that's that's, that's I think the biggest thing. You mentioned it, Nick. Last year's game was in Spokane. This game's in Austin in Brand this new. in this new stadium. I cannot wait to go there. That I'm was stoked. that was specifically built, yes, to be a great event center, but also to be the perfect place for our college basketball teams, men and women's mm-hmm. and volleyball to all play at and succeed and have a hyped up crowd. And you could feel the energy, even just watching it from the couch, you could hear how loud it was, what a difference it makes for having the entire student section be all the way around the court, as opposed to just behind two baselines. Right. It's so, like, it amplifies all the noise, the way that, it was popping. They were saying it, on the broadcast, they were like, yeah, the old Frank Irwin Center, that's like a parking lot compared to this. Like, it's sure. a completely different atmosphere. And you see, like, these big programs like Kansas, right? Like, that, like, the Fieldhouse and, of course, Duke, like, those are legit basketball arenas made for college basketball. And that's why they're always so loud and so bumping. There's a di- there's that. even a difference between a Fieldhouse and an arena, like... It's like more collegiate feel. It felt like last night. Like I felt like I was at a college basketball game, and it was less like at least in the broadcast. And I've obviously been to Frank Irwin a number of times, as of y'all too. Frank Irwin, like similar to like how some of our qualms were over the past like you know decade in Texas football, could be a little buttoned up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be a little formal. Like this was rowdy. This was like that Kansas Duke Fieldhouse type of situation where it was extremely rowdy. And I think for me, honestly, one of the craziest parts of the game was I was looking to see. 
Dylan Mitchell get going, and he had four points in like the last like five minutes, like six or six minutes in the game. And I was like, oh, this would be a 10. And it was a 10 out of 10. But this would be like an 11, 12 out of 10 if Dylan Mitchell had also had his coming out party. And then he had two oops and a tip back slam oh, that man. sent them packing. And I was like, oh, my God. He like, flat out yam. This is, yes. this, But there was like, he can't flat out yam. He gave me Greg Brown vibes for sure. Uh, but this is a team that's pretty complete. I still have qualms and worries about the the, the rebounding. Yeah, the Dylan DeSue is nice. You have size though. I feel like these are guys that just need a little confidence, and this is a huge confidence builder. Yes, we do have a couple of tough opponents coming up. I mean, they really stacked the preseason pretty Good. heavy against them, which yeah, I love. Right? Let's let's season our guys a little bit before conference play, and then by the time we get to the tournament, we've played everybody. Uh, we've got Creighton. At home, so that's a really big size. one. And then we've got Illinois in Madison Square Garden. Size so again. They do have size again. But, um, you know, I want to see this team play not only well at home, um, but on the road, of course, right? And no matter where you are, no matter how big the arena is, I want to see them be the same team every time. Mm-hmm. And look, that's that could be asking for too much sometimes, but I think that if they can really just turn off the blinders and they can just or put up the blinders and you know just kind of turn off the noise and just focus on what's on the court then this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with all season long yeah let me pose let me pose this to y'all like as a as a player that hasn't been mentioned yet arterio morris like he had a massive block and you brought up confidence nick that's what a guy like number four tyrese hunter does to a team when he's cooking like that the, and the, and obviously the crowd, which you want to see us win on the road, and I completely agree with you. That's that's the difference maker between like a, a perennial championship program and a program that's here for a, you know a good time, not a long time. Mm-hmm. I think when you have a guy like that, that's an absolute firecracker, it sets the tone. Like the re- Bishop was aggressive. Like again, Dassault was aggressive coming out, stroking it. Like obviously Carr was Marcus Carr is again a really good player, but Morris is like one of those other freshmen that's like not going to get as much luck as Mitchell, but he had an amazing block. And these guys are playing aggressive. They're playing in the paint. They're moving without the basketball. Like our offense again with to go back to the shock days was so stagnant at times. And these guys are fluid, man. Mm-hmm. They are moving like you it's don't. Complete. Yeah, you don't drop. You, you could drop seventy points in a game, and like, wow, that's a good offensive game. You don't drop ninety in a game against a team like Gonzaga by accident. No, that's a boatload of points in college basketball. Yeah, that's pro level points. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think like I, Hunter was fantastic. It looked like it was probably just cramps because he you saw him after right, right. when he was talking. He had it with the smelling salts, though. They had him the smelling salts. He had the double Gatorade. Get that guy a banana. Yeah, at the end. Um, kind of BS that we can't get the smelling salts and he can. <laughs> well, we can get some. It's it was a career high for him, right? Sure. He was brought into this program. He transferred in, as you mentioned, Nick, to play defense first and foremost. He is not, which is something that we don't have issues with normally. Correct. Last year, there was never a question about our defense, our intensity, our focus. It yeah. was always there. There was always an issue of offensive creation, creating for other guys. You know, it was a lot of ISO ball with Carr. Mm-hmm. Which I, that's kind of just the way he plays, mm-hmm. right? Like he's always going to have a lot of shot attempts. And he had seven assists in this game, which credit to him, but also credit to just the shooting. The, the shots right. are going in. When he kicks it and you have a, a bailout three from Hunter multiple times, um, you know, the, the, you're going to have more assists. But 
I want to see that that shooting caliber continue with him. Mm-hmm. I want to see the other guys not be afraid to let it rip from three. I want to see Timmy get I was about to bring uh, Timmy. aggressive. Um, I, I think it was interesting just looking at like the box score of how many minutes each guy played. Marcus played 37 minutes. That's a lot. What was Timmy at? 26. So I think for Beard, it's so early in the season. Like He's definitely trying to figure out what his rotations look like, who he thinks is going to close out games. Um, I... While, while Morris only played 13 minutes, I I loved every second he was out there. Yeah. He competed. He is kind of like, I still think we have kind of a question mark from a secondary ball handler when Marcus isn't in the game. I still think we're missing something there. Like Hunter is, he, he had a lot of catch and shoot threes. There wasn't a lot that he was creating off the dribble. The interesting thing is our big men can kind of do that. Like, Timmy can do that. Bishop can put the ball on the, the ground. Deck. Yeah, for sure. Mitchell, I like that Morris and Mitchell weren't trying to do too much in this game. Love. They're really playing with the other guys and playing within themselves. Unselfish basketball. Mm-hmm. Guys that are buying in. Right. And I think, uh, you know, a testament to Beard and kind of just the program that he's establishing here. Brock, man, he. Game of his life. Really, really great game. If he can, if he can be great a pick and pop guy and shoot and hit down and hit threes, like. It's just the the rebounding is the only it's still only the question mark. But they put but, you're, him, but you're playing against the team with Drew Timmy and they put him on him. Yeah, but I still felt like when he was in the game he was dominating the glass, and when our shots aren't falling, I want to make sure that we're mopping up on the offensive glass. Whoever the guys are that can be doing that and do a good job of it doesn't mean that every single guard has to go run in for an offensive rebound. Mm-hmm. Like we have to get back on defense, but we also a thing that you know really hurt us last year i felt like was giving other teams second possessions mm. and then they would hit a three after they got an offensive rebound so it's just gonna be stuff to look out for but i think the moody factor is incredible and it makes things really easy when you can play a game at home and you expect to win every single game at home. yeah i mean and we're so, we were so deep and there were so many guys that played well like we almost could have even led with brock cunningham yeah. And how great he was. And quite frankly, we're not even mentioning an unbelievable transfer you brought in in, in Sir Jabari Rice, who like yeah. was great off. He's like an awesome off the bench guy. Sir. Yeah. Jabari Rice. <laughs> Sir Jabari Rice off the bench. He, I mean, again, like we have a deep team. We have a lot of guys that can put the rock in, in, in the hoop. And, you know, quite frankly, like you're talking about who can close out. We do have somewhat of a luxury of like whoever the hot hand is, we can really throw out there. Yeah, so if Timmy of, and Sir Jabari. Course, are, <clears throat> like by the time we get deep into conference play, though. You want to see something mold. I want to see like the same five guys on the court if it's a close game. Gut check. Who is it for you right now? I mean, it's it's Marcus. It's uh, got to be Hunter. It's Hunter. It's it should be Timmy at the three, and then that's where it gets interesting, right? Like probably Bishop's out there, and then if if Mitchell's playing well. I think he should work his way into that five. Love when, that. When Bishop came onto the court, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot we had this guy too. We right. have a lot of size. Some, some, yeah. We really do. The, that's like why. I like, like the Bishop, DeSue, picking which one of those guys is playing better. And then picking between like if Serge Bar is really hot, like kind of rocking with him, like yeah. maybe instead of Mitchell yeah. going a little smaller. I'd like one of our bigs to really cement themselves as having to be on the court with the last five minutes left. I... And that's like again, like you, I forget. We have, we do have size, and that's like always been my gripe with Dylan. Like he came in as like I said, I think I said it in a previous episode, like recently. Like he, he was, came, a, he was the leading rebounder in the ICC, the SEC. But he also got hurt, so yeah. you don't know like what that does to your Is he scared to bang and, down exactly, low, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, switching gears though, please. Big football game this weekend: Texas Longhorns versus Kansas uh, University. I think this is the first time maybe ever 
that these two teams are matched up with the exact same record, six and four. I I don't I don't you know they're not a that, joke, but they're not a joke. The running back's good. We can't. We're coming off a loss. They're coming off of a win. Um, I think this is a very good game for us to get some confidence back and to get back on our feet. They have not played good defensively this season. No. They score a lot of points on offense. They're averaging almost thirty-seven points a game, but they also average uh, thirty points given up. Yeah, and this Texas team is desperate for offense right now. We really need to get the offense clicking. Get Bijan the ball more, like we always say every single game. Run the damn football. Quinn Ewers really got to figure it out here, and it's going to be a cold one in in Kansas. So, so can we get in and can we get out? Is my question to you guys. Like you laid it out nicely, Nick. Like they they they're going to give up points. Yeah, and they're going to score though. I mean, look, whoever they go with, Daniels well, look, or Blue at quarterback. This is what you love to see. Yeah, a team that allows more yards than than you have put up per game. Great, they do it. Passing and rushing. Like, there's a discrepancy of 40 yards on the ground and about 30 yards in the air. So, if what we, they're letting up versus what, what we have. Exactly. So, if we really want to tune up this offense, this is the game to do it. I'm not ever worried about our defense. They've, no. been, they've been great. They've Which, been stellar all year. Is that a crazy thing to say? Flip flopped. Come on. We were running out Casey Thompson last season, and our offense was better than our defense. Gary Patterson. Say what you will, Gary Patterson. Uh Devin Neal's a good running back in Kansas. Keep your eyes on him. He is. I want to I want I want Bijan to dominate that this slobber knocker again of a running back matchup, which he did against Deuce Fawn. And Deuce Fawn had a great game, but he came out and he went for two. We don't need to go for two. Give me like 130 with Bijan on the ground and freaking give me 50 in the air. Yeah. Give I mean, me 50 yeah. receiving yards this from is, him, This please. is not the same team as TCU from an offensive and defensive line play standpoint. Yeah. And so that's where like, where TCU was loading up the box, obviously, as we saw, and Bijan was not able to break anything loose. Granted, like your biggest criticism, Josh, is that we're not just giving him the ball in every different scenario we can possibly think of. Right. This is one where I think he can win between the tackles. Big time. And they just, they got to dominate. Our line is bigger tougher and more skilled than theirs right let's win this game in the trenches yes and in the off chance it's not going the way we want it to get the ball to him in the damn flat yeah have him be a check down guy do not abandon whittington do not abandon sanders in the middle you know don't get kane back in the mix he's solid like i i don't i don't, I don't have yeah we need to have more than three guys catch a football this game get billings yeah. and cooking you know and take some pressure off want, xavier word running eight guys catch the ball. yeah at least eight guys why not roshan we haven't even mentioned him yet god forbid i think this is what needs to happen every game for texas to win a football game go just who needs to touch the ball Billingsley needs to touch the ball. Sanders needs to touch the ball. Whittington needs to touch the ball. Xavier Worthy, Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, Keelan Robinson. That's seven guys right there that needs to touch the ball every game. Doesn't matter how many times, but you need to get everyone involved and keep defenses on their toes. And yeah, it is a treachery that we don't use Keelan Robinson to his best of his ability. When every time he touches the ball, it's a huge positive play or it's a score. Yeah, he's a playmaker. A horse. I don't need to beat a dead horse. Yeah, couldn't have said it better. It's treacherous. It is. This is a big game, though, to tune up. Let's go in and get that win. Yeah. Uh, Horns fans, get ready for our next guest that we're recording with. We'll release that show on Monday. Yeah. His uh, name rhymes with kicker. 
Yeah, yeah. You know who that is. When he plays in LA, let's get a win. Let's go West Virginia and get that K State loss because if that happens, there's a way. Things get really interesting. <sighs> God damn it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. You know who we are. Get your horns up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.